0: Sporting Goss with Tim Gossage. 12 away from 11. Thanks for your company. We are here till 12 o'clock. After 11 o'clock, Dean gets Senior AFL Umpire, for your calls and questions. 13 12 55. Or you can text through 0487 736 736. As we do each and every Wednesday at this time, we chat with Georgie Parker for her spin on sport. And Georgie, some very worrying news coming out of Melbourne town this morning. Good morning. Oh, good morning. Well good afternoon over here. Good morning over there. Yeah, it's
1: just never ending, I guess, this COVID cycle. Um, seven I don't wanna take a place of a journalist. There's seven new cases in the last hours so and a lot of exposure sites, including the M C G which is worrying. So if you were at level two, um, and the Carlton Geelong match, go and get yourself tested. So hopefully everyone's been checking in with their QR codes and um, it doesn't spread further than what it has.
0: Yes. Yeah, so anyone who is on level two and uh, uh, without naming people, we have a connection who uh, was on level two and have had to down tools from their workplace and head straight to get a test as we speak. Keep an ear and an eye on that one. Georgie, I want to play you something that I'm sure resonates with you. It certainly resonates with me. It was Jelena Dokic, of course, on the wide world of sports after Ash Barty took out the Wimbledon singles title. Have a listen. And I just want to get this out before I fall apart. So give me 15 seconds. I want to give a shout out to her parents, obviously, Robert and Josie, because people underestimate the importance of family. She talks about that all the time. As someone who who didn't have that support, it is so important. This will set an example for parents in Australia and and around the world, not how just to raise, not, not, not how to raise a champion, but a genuinely a wonderful human being. This is how you support them. You don't pressure them. You're there for them. And this is why she's there. So big shout out to them. Well done. Pretty emotional stuff, Georgie. Beautifully spoken. We know the trials and tribulations. And you I think you're either in the throes of or you have read her book. I have
1: read her book. Mum loves getting me autobiographies. I think just um, just to remind yourself of just how hard it is for some of these athletes, and particularly her. If you read her book Unbreakable, it's absolutely beautiful. It's written by journalist Jessica Halloran, and um, it, it. Geez, you know that the tennis world is brutal at the best of times, but when you're reading this, you just see how difficult it was for her. And I guess when she was playing you didn't know any of this, and when you read it, you know she's some of the books include you know her getting knocked unconscious by her father, getting beaten you know in a, in a period she lost her semi final at Wimbledon and then she had to sleep at Wimbledon because she was told she wasn't allowed to sleep in the hotel room so it was it's an incredibly eye opening book um and you know again with her move from Croatia to australia and and fitting in and and it's it's heartbreaking it's sad it's um courageous and when you see just how much resilience she's shown and to understand just the importance of it um, to not be bitter about the world and not be jealous of other people having these beautiful families and and it just shows with Ash Barty and you know she spoke Ash Barty speaks in her press conference after that it's more important to be a good person than it is to be a good tennis player and I think that shows with how she speaks to everybody um, and then probably shows why she's so good on the court as well because she appreciates what she's doing and everything and everyone around her. So it's a beautiful book. I really do recommend it. It's a um, a binge book. You what you read it in, in two nights. It's very very good. Have you read it, Goss? Uh,
0: no, I haven't. I'm a, I'm a I'm a uh, i am i am ai am look at pictures first, and then I go to the words. But I'm a biography reader. My mum gets me a lot of biographies. Um, I read the Jason Ackermanis book. I was well, you talk about binge. I read it on a plane flight from Perth to Melbourne. It was oh. gripping. It was gripping. Very? What what, what was it? What's so gripping about it? Oh, just talking about the time at the Bulldogs and being sort of sat in front of the group and how it all unfolded. He pulled no punches in regards to the Bulldogs players. Um, talked about his departure. Oh, it was uh, amazing. And also, you know, uh, there's been other aspects of his life too, uh, away from that, of course. Um, yeah. He, he's. I like Acker. I've always liked Acker, and I think he's been somewhat misunderstood Acker. But yeah. go, back to, go back to Yelena. Uh, you know, when she was playing tennis, we just didn't warm to Yelena for one reason nice. only, and that was her dad. I think we A all knew th- there was an issue, but no one, everyone was too frightened to rattle the cage. I agree, and I think she was misunderstood of being yep. potentially bratty because of this behaviour, but her behaviour was
1: because she was scared. Correct. She was scared of losing about what the repercussions of losing is, so I think we misunderstood that, but then now you're reading it, it all makes so much mm. sense mm. Um, and we think of this this girl coming to Australia, representing Australia from an Eastern European country you think that she should be grateful but and she was, but it didn't come across as that, came across as a cold and that's because she was so scared and worried about it. Another great book, and then I guess tennis players have such interesting lives because it's, such a solo sport. It's so You're so alone out there on the court. Mm. Agassi's book is another good, deep insight into just what it, it's yes. like to be a tennis player. I've read and that. these battles that you're playing with your mind all the time, both those two books are absolutely brilliant. Um, and, and I'm not a big reader. I wish I was every year. It's one yeah, of my um, <laughs> New Year's resolutions is one of them, but I, I don't really get to it. But it's, um, you can have a
0: listen to an Audible even as well, I think. But uh, I both those to, two books are very, very good. Yeah, I read the footy record and the uh, form guide. Uh, 0487 736 736. If you've got a good book that you want, Georgie Parker, a biography, we'll go down the, and probably the yeah. sporting biography line. Let us know. 0487 736 736. Yeah, and I might ask umpire Dean Margetts, who's just joined us in the studio, to also tell us if he's a a book reader. Now, I know what you are, (laughs) you're an Adelaide Crows fan, and there you were sporting a long sleeve retro, and we're talking woolen AFL jumper, a blast from the past.
1: Yeah, I ran back and got it actually on uh, Friday to go and watch the worst game of AFL all year. And (laughs) it... I, so, gosh, that's the first thing I ever bought with my pocket money. I got that. I was about seven or eight when I bought it. I saved up to six months at $2 a week pocket money to buy this Guernsey. Um, got number 52 on the back. So, repping Sean Wren, of course, as we know that he is my favorite player yeah, of all Shawty time. Yeah, Sean Wren. It's retro. Retro is cool. And I, I don't actually have a rule because I don't think that adults should be wearing jumpers. Like no actual Guernseys at the game. But do you think that classifies the Guernsey or is it old enough that it doesn't?
0: No, no, no. So there, there's a couple of elements to this. I totally agree with you, Georgie P. So men in particular, men, grown men of 35 and above should not be wearing an AFL jumper without sleeves. So if <laughs> yes. you're going to wear long sleeves, is will get you over the line. Okay. But the yes. retro, and I've got an old Subiaco football jumper, an SFC Subiaco FC on the front, maroon, long sleeves, SFC. Now, woolen. and it, if woolen, like itchy wool stuff, like heavy, yeah, same. Like seriously <laughs> gets wet, you virtually break your back carrying it around, I, I would love to know where it is. Retro jumper, totally get it. I loved it. If you've got a retro jumper and you still sport it, but there has to be a cutoff of age group. If you're a male 35 and above, you <laughs> cannot wear a footy jumper. Ever anywhere anytime. I don't care who you're for, <laughs> unless it is long sleeves and classy. There you go.
1: I agree. I could get in the MCC with that jumper. I had a collar. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and women don't have to wear a tie. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm fine. <laughs> that is too good. Too good. I love that. It's a cool jumper. It's a cool jumper. Did it fit? Oh look, I've put on a little bit of weight <laughs> since I was eight. <laughs> It was very tight. I was very surprised to still put it, I could get it what on. What about time. the head? Uh, what about your head space? Could you get your big crew right through the? I've always the... had a
1: big head, mate. Big head. Nice <laughs> I word, thought I was a bit good.
0: <laughs> 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 hey, can you just give me uh, an update? Uh, being a Olympian, and as we just clarified each and every week Ooh, yeah. when you come on, you're not a former Olympian. You're an Olympian. Once an Olympian, always an Olympian. Yep. Um, Yep. And we're taking, now I'm watching the the Boomers, 78 over Nigeria 44. They're undefeated in this pre-Olympic tournament. Um, But it looks like the Australian team has been made bigger. Can you confirm or deny this?
1: Yes. So there are 16 new athletes um, being put into the Olympic team overnight. So from what I'm understanding is that all the team sports, have usually, for example, hockey would only take 16, and then you've got a couple of reserves who are not part of the Olympic team. They sleep outside the village. But due to COVID and the fact that the scheduling might be changing um, yeah. over the uh, the Olympics, their reserves are now part of the team. So we can still only have 16 on game day, but it can be including the two reserves on okay. the day. So, yep. so soccer's been made much bigger, hockey's been made much bigger, the touch rugby. So 16 new in the Olympic team overnight, which is really exciting for some of these girls and guys. Um, so, yeah, yeah, two more hockey players from each team. So I'm excited to, to see a couple of my former teammates um, be able to become Olympians. So it's very ah, exciting. Yeah. And they're all heading over soon. It's nine days away. How is it happening in nine days? It's oh, I know. mind-blowing. And, oh,
0: I know.
1: But it's exciting and, um, and an interesting five-year prep for a lot of these athletes. Stay safe time.
0: over there, Georgie P. Yeah, don't come out. Don't, sh- don't, don't. Uh, go and get a test just for the sake of it. You know, go. Oh and get well, a... Gilly might get stuck. Yeah, I know. He might he get stuck and... in yeah, Falls Creek. St- stuck in the snow. <laughs> Appreciate your though. time, Georgie P. Thanks,
1: mate. Chat to you Monday.
0: She's a legend. Georgie Parker joins us Wednesday, and also Gillian Goss on Monday morning. Dean Mar gets us walshed into the studio. He's got his whistle. He's got his green outfit. He's got a giveaway as well. He'll join us after 11 o'clock. If you want to ask Dean a question, the best question, 13 12 55 or 0487 736 736. There's a big milestone this weekend for AFL umpiring and he's a boy from the West. More on that in a moment. Dean Margett's AFL Umpire next. Sporting News.